When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. friends the world got you down don't be sad listen to two dollar late fee with zach and dustin two dollar late fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment the 1980s we pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today we also interview your favorite celebrities from that era all in the spirit of positivity and togetherness check us out at two dollar late fee.com Hey, Horror Movie Night. We are back with another bonus episode from Fantastic Fest, and we're actually sitting down with any of you guys who discovered our show through our parent company, Geekscape. This is a Geekscape legend, longtime friend, Alexander Philippe, the director of Memory, The Origins of Alien. Hey, how are you? (laughs) So, I love this doc. It's What I love about it is that it actually lives up to its name. In the sense of, and you said this right before the screening, it's not your typical behind the scenes. It's not, you know, this isn't building to like, and then it was released and it made all of this money. It's literally analyzing the actual origins of the alien. Where did its inspiration come from? Where did the storyline come from? What made you decide to go in that direction? I think it was really the only direction. Well, not the only direction, but it was, you know, I think the the behind the scenes uh, the nuts and bolts of the film have been really well documented. You know, there were there was really no reason for me to go there. You know, and and um, but I think that there were <clears throat> there were ideas um, that are still in a way unexplored. And and I think Dan O'Bannon, quite frankly, uh, is very much the unsung hero. You know, of of uh, Alien. You know, we don't I don't think we talk about him enough. And the fact that his archives had been largely untapped to to this day and like you know we got the opportunity to work with Diane O'Bannon and open his archives and then starting to really realize all of the the reasons that Alien became this huge success at a time when it was not supposed to be um I think Alien you know very much taps into um our ancient past you know into into ideas and images that are connected to mythology that are connected to our collective unconscious in a very powerful way. And I think, you know, um, the the initial sort of impulse was to examine the chestburster scene in the way that, you know, I looked at the psycho shower scene in 1752, but yet those are very completely different scenes. 
Um, and so, you know, very quickly after a few months of production, we realized, oh my gosh, you know, if we want to do it the same way, then we're going to have a very cool, very elaborate, very interesting behind the scenes doc. But again, that's not what we do. And so, so it was the moment that, that I opened that door on mythology that um, everything started sort of falling into place and I realized, okay, this is what this film needs to be. Uh, and, and, you know, it is, of course, a film about Alien, no question about it, but it's a film uh, about the resonance of myth in our collective unconscious on a, on a very sort of profound thematic level. And I think that's cool that you still kind of got a documentary about the chestburster scene, but yeah. it's very much, you know, it's an hour and a half, mm. but for an hour we're building... It's, it's this constant build up to what is this chestburster? Exactly. And that, and that was the whole, the whole intent of the film was it was going to be, well, just like Alien, this kind of slow burn, <laughs> uh, you know, in a way. But also this kind of build up where you know you're heading towards the chestburster. You know that at, at some point it's sort of the inevitable moment in memory you're going you're gonna to get to it. And, uh, uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that. And, and you know, I hopefully kept people in, in, in suspense knowing that they were going to get there because it is, I mean, I think, you, you know, you can certainly argue it is the moment of, uh, the moment of Alien, you know. Yeah. Uh, but, it's, but it's also a moment that I think is, is uh, better understood once you've really dug deep into all of the elements that make Alien all of the reasons why the film resonates so much with audiences. Um, and, and then you can sort of see it and appreciate it in all in all its uh, glory. And this isn't your first or even your second documentary that analyzes an aspect of film. Obviously, yeah. there was People versus George Lucas. There was Doc of the Dead. What do you think is this draw that you have, and obviously the public has that keeps going for these documentaries for this this look back on the nostalgia of our childhood, essentially. Well, I think I think you know the, and I would say specifically the films that we uh, focus on is I think that it's more than nostalgia. I mean, I'm I'm really personally very very interested in these uh, cinema moments that become cultural moments and that um, that have ripples way outside of the movie theater and when and way beyond their own time. You know, because I think. Uh, their their cinema moments, their break their breakthrough moments on a pure sort of you know filmic level, but uh, they're also pop culture moments, and they have affected uh, us profoundly and continue to have that effect. You know, and and of course the you know, Star Wars was was one was was that, and the shower scene was that, and Chesbuster is this, and and so it's all um, that that's what I'm really interested in, and I think that you know th- those moments are extremely important, and they're worthy of further study of continuous study and to be able to be a bridge you know between cinema studies and the general public which is the way that I kind of see the films that we make I think is is important because I think that um, you know people who are film fans love to love to watch movies and rewatch movies and and analyze movies but I think there's always maybe a little bit of um, you know this sense that cinema studies is um, inaccessible you know um and and what i think we're trying to do with our films here is to show you know it's not as inaccessible as you think you know everybody i think has something to contribute and to say and everybody can actually have fun deconstructing those 
those scenes and those cultural moments and participating in that. And I think to me, there's no greater joy than going to film festivals and sharing the film with audiences and being able to have then that dialogue with them, I think is, is just so much fun. And, you know, you, you're right with the scenes that you pick because as a kid, before I saw Psycho, before I saw Alien, I knew of the shower scene. I right. knew of the chestburster. If you were to do a third doc, you were about to pitch a third doc in the same vein right now, what do you think would be the next big cinematic moment that you're thinking about? Well, I mean, we just finished one on, oh. on, the, yeah, on the Exorcist, actually, which premiered at the Venice Film Festival just oh, a shit. couple of weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. there you, you go. Do my research. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's called Leap of Faith. Okay. And, uh, you, know, we're, we're, um, you know, we've committed to some pretty huge festivals, actually, in over the next few months. And you know, hoping to release the film uh, in the coming year. But this one is very specifically uh, from the perspective of William Friedkin. So it's it only has Friedkin in it. Okay. And, uh, you know, got to interview him for six days. And uh, so it's a deep dive, you know, but there's no mention of special effects. Again, there's no... All of the stuff that people know is... is uh, uh, you know, about the making of. It's, it's not about that. It's really about his process as a filmmaker. It's about... Um, uh, you know how he's in a way sort of wrestles with uh, some of the choices that he's made and and um, I, I mean it's a, it's a very personal intimate portrait of, of Friedkin and uh, you know via the exorcist very specifically alright well the movie is Memory The Origins of Alien it'll be in select theaters and on VOD October 4th correct? yep that's correct alright well guys go check it out you're not going to regret it thank you Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.